it's the proudest day and the proudest time and the seat of a relic here because that day and that hour and those minutes I got the butt between my teeth you know I really stood up and was counted and said this is not getting away I remember when we pulled on our helmets and Donald says to me what are we doing I said we're going for gold Barrett that's all we said I can still picture that run that was just the best best run ever Crunching Gears, the rally podcast. That's a special. Uh, we thought we'd have to jump on and celebrate the good news that, well, maybe not good news that Craig and Emsport has separated, but the, the good news is that uh, Craig has got a seat again for 2023. Uh, fantastic news, Connor. Uh, yeah, genuinely, it is. Delighted to see him going back to Hyundai. Um, look, you know, very obvious it just wasn't working on paper. You know, it was the perfect partnership, Craig Breen and, and M Sport. But this year, just, you know, after Sardinia, it just went downhill for Craig. He didn't seem comfortable, didn't seem happy. So genuinely, I I, I think for several reasons, I'm, I'm delighted to see him back at Hyundai. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, you know, as you said there, like, you know, it's disappointing that it didn't work with M Sport. It was almost a spiritual home. You know, he started out in the early years, you know, in the past, you know, he'd become... Uh, you know, the junior world champion, I suppose, or whatever the proper title was at that time. And then even in the S2000, he won the SWRC as well. So it was almost a homecoming. But, you know, sometimes these things don't work out. You know, it's a shame. But at the same time, it was going to be difficult for anybody to go to M Sport. They haven't, the, you know, the same backup and the same amount of testing, the same facilities, the same resources, really, I suppose, is what I'm trying to say, is the likes of Toyota and Hyundai. You know, so you're you're just an uphill battle right from the get-go, aren't you? Absolutely. Look, they're the underdog team. We all love them. Mm-hmm. You know, we're very fond of M Sport and, and, you know, but it's they're not a works team. They're still a semi you know, works team. And they don't, as you say, they don't have the same capability, same resources, and even more so with COVID, etc. That really did take its toll on M Sport and its finances and its capabilities as well. Um, so you know on one hand, we've watched Craig for a number of years and we know this has been his dream. And it was heartbreaking to see his dream turn into a bit of a nightmare over the last four or five months. So the fact that, you know, he's had the sense to call time on, you know, his his contract with with M Sport and actually Mm -hmm. move back to where things, you know, maybe are more stable for him and more settled and some of that pressure and spotlight is taken off him. Yeah, like without a doubt, like his best performances in a like in in the world championship have been with Hyundai, you know, like uh, you know, he had a fantastic run of form last year and he slotted in. Is it because his setup's very similar to Terry Neville or is it just, the, the you know, the feeling he has in the car or, the, you know, the feeling he gets from the team? Who knows? But if it works, it works. Absolutely, it does. You know, whatever it was about the way the Hyundai was set up, and as you say, maybe it was set up more towards Thierry Neville's style 
less so that Tanex and and you know maybe Craig is closer to that I suppose Terry Neville is you know he he's he's a strong guy on tarmac um Craig was brought up on tarmac um but funny having said that his best events with Hyundai have been on the loose the mm-hmm. fast loose so you know maybe it it's it's Craig can take that 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 the way that car is set up towards Neville but can you know, drive it uh, on the loose to to achieve the results, and and you know the pressure's off in the sense that if they have Neville there, um, and Craig's Danny's not the number one there. driver, he's not expected to exactly know, to, to carry the team. You know, like and that was yeah. a, a huge responsibility on his young shoulders. You know, so you know, I think it has to be a, a, like a one-one for everybody. Um, you know, we'll have to wait and see what the M Sport. You know, what, all the stories surrounding them, what all shakes out there as well too. But like. Hyundai were really the form team in the second half of 2022, so it could be it could be a masterstroke in some ways too. Absolutely, I think um, there's you know Hyundai are, are going to come into 23 quite strong. You, they've a lot to build on. They've a lot done. They've a lot sorted with the car. Okay, everything's not 100 percent yet, but they're certainly getting there. And they were able to put it up to Toyota in the second half of that. Uh, of of this year's WRC season, so uh, you know you're right. It could well be a smart move. It could be taking you know two steps back to go one step forward type of thing for for Craig to to hit the reset. And also, he's just starting out with James Fulton as as a co-driver now as a replacement for Paul. So it's an opportunity for the two of them to maybe have a reset and a, a you know maybe a better start together. That's for sure. That's for sure. And you know, it's a, a blank sheet of paper once again. You know, like. You know, you start every year with a clean sheet of paper, but, you know, a new car, you know, I'm back with the old team, yes, but, you know, it's a completely different car than the car I drove previously. So it's, I think it has to be very positive for all involved. Yeah, I, I genuinely think it is. I think it's a great chance for, for Craig just to, you know, take a break, clear the head, go and focus on Killarney, mm-hmm. uh, Gap, three runs of Mall's Gap, and, you know, just come back fresh, ready to go again and you know go back to what he knows well and a team he knows well and a team that he was able to slot into you know he was a part-time driver previously for them and he was able to jump in and you know be on the ball very quickly with very limited testing yeah and you know more importantly than any of that is go back and do what he enjoys doing driving a rally car you know we've, we've been getting the vibe he hasn't been doing that this last wee while. So just to see him back and smiling and, you know, having that, having the fun again, you know, like that's a huge part of any, any sport. Like, you know, sometimes we get caught up in the whole competitiveness of it and the, the whole business side of it. But, like, you know, it has to have fun. And from the, I think when he starts to relax and enjoy it more, I think that, the, you know, the driving side of it will come back to him. Like, you know, the, the guy has huge talent. He does. He's got huge talent. He's got some fantastic support around him as well. Team Breen, you know, they they really have brought him over the line on so many occasions when there's been various things that have come up in his career. Um, And, you know, we thought M Sport was the answer. It wasn't. Hopefully, fingers crossed, Hyundai is. Mm -hmm. Well, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, we can't forget, you know, uh, Paul Nagel is a huge part of this story. And no doubt will be in the background, you know, you know, come next year as well. And uh, you know, he's going to be there in Walls Gap going up that there in the uh, Frank Maher's old chair as well, too. So, like as you say, just you know, draw a line under this year, go and enjoy Killarney and give her Dixie next year. 
Absolutely. And looking forward to seeing him over over Mall's Gap. That's for sure. That is for sure. So I think we'll wrap it up at that. So once again, you've been listening to the Crunching Gears, the Rally Podcast. Please like, share, comment, rate. All those things makes a huge difference. So until the next time, take care, speak soon and bye.